pandemic, social unrest, the state, and the White House. You are listening to The John DePietro Show. Well, folks, good afternoon. It's John DePietro on AM 1380 and 99.9 FM. Folks, we had... Hi there, Dolo. Folks, we have a... Um, just ignore the noise. It'll be gone in just a moment. Having uh, something repaired outside the uh, independent studios, as you can see. Our background, good afternoon to everybody on Facebook Live, as uh, this is what we call the Noon Report. And this portion of the program, well, folks, Christmas is in season. Christmas has arrived, as a matter of fact, at PR Landscape Materials and Garden Center. They have everything you need this Christmas season, decorating your home, balsam, Fraser firs, cut trees, uh, six to nine inches tall, or six feet, six to nine feet tall. One's a little, uh, don't, don't worry, the, the noise is going to go away in just a moment. Folks, again, it's PR Landscape Materials and Garden Center. <clears throat> Stop off and see them, my friends, Steve and Debbie and Junior and Byron. Potted live trees, custom made, uh, beautiful, beautiful, uh, nice Christmas crafts, and much more. Plus, they have swag, custom made wreaths, 10 inch, 60 inch sizes, hanging baskets. They also have mistletoe and cut greens, decorative pots, cemetery baskets, Christmas crafts, and a lot more. They're open every day. Look for them on Facebook. It's PR Landscape Material. And Garden Center, 3688 Quaker Lane in North Kingstown. They've had a tremendous year. And uh, folks, stop off and see them. This is where we get our tree. They also have potted live trees. But I can't say enough about they have these. You know what makes a great Christmas gift? I don't know if, if you're like me. I like to give original gifts, right? Have you ever been? I've actually sometimes been at um, a Christmas, like a gift giving gathering where one person opens their gift and then someone else opens their gift and they, they got the same thing. And there's just a, like an awkwardness about it. Or, you know, how about in the office when people used to work in an office and then someone would, you know, bring something in. So, oh, I got that. So if you want unique gifts, you know, it's a, a beautiful, unique gift. They have beautiful, custom, original birdhouses. Now, that's always nice for someone's yard. Uh, or, you know, someone who's a, they don't even have to be a bird lover. It just looks beautiful. And also they have sleighs custom made from a local artist. So again, whether it's uh, hanging baskets, kissing boat, they do such a great job. They work so hard. Folks, you're shopping local. You know, after Black Friday, they talk about Small Business Saturday. At PR Landscape Materials and Garden Center, it is, it's really uh, you're always shopping local and they it's great service. You know, there's so many people that complain in some of the big box stores. You just don't get any service. You do get that. And this is where you get you want to get your trees and wreaths. Gift certificates are available. They're open every day. And on top of that, look for them on Facebook. They do such a nice job with their Facebook page. Folks, it's PR Landscape Materials and Garden Center, 3688 Quaker Lane in North Kingstown. Well, folks, good afternoon. Excuse me, it is Juan. Uh, and I also want to say good afternoon to everybody on Facebook Live. Now, 
Uh, as some people know, or some people don't know, but we'll discover one. We always like to try new ventures and new venues. And so I see that, you know, people, we, we have the Facebook live stream. Good afternoon to everybody on Facebook live. Now, there are people that I'm getting email from saying, hey, I'm not seeing your live stream. We're doing something a little bit different. And if you go to either my personal page and or the Facebook page, John DePietro Show on Facebook, you will see links to the live stream. We have teamed up with Juan News, R.I. Juan News. So all you have to do is find that page. But it, And if you click the like button, you'll get notified when we go live. We were live last night in uh, North Kingstown. So I know that uh, there are people right now that are watching and they were able to find it. But I keep getting email from people saying, where, where is Juan? Uh, and it doesn't have to be that way. So if you find that and share it, more people will find us. Um, is it going to be permanent? I don't know. But many times when I, we're at an event, the media uses my video and you even see my microphone and they don't give us credit. So I thought, you know, and again, we're teaming up with the people with uh, Juan News. So that's an easy way to remember it. And it's number one. And that's how people, if you want real news, then find that. I did want to mention that on Facebook. Now, also, by the way, speaking of original gifts, if you want real original gifts as well, make sure you go to the shop at dipetro.com. We have great Christmas mugs. We have regular mugs. We have one after dark merchandise. We have, you want to give an original present, give someone a coinomatic, either sweatshirt or t-shirt or a glass or mug. We also have the, um, if you're a wine drinker, <clears throat> plus you have John DePietro show stuff there, plus you have one after dark, or some people call it JD at night, whatever it may be. Or maybe there's someone on your list who's a member of law enforcement. We have, you know, R.I. Backs the Blue. We have uh, a lot of original Providence police merchandise. Plus, don't say hola to me for those that want to send a message that they don't like. Don't say hola to me is the perfect gift for those that want to. Um, it's It's like a. You know what, like, let's go Brandon is kind of the polite way to basically say, you know, FJB, right? So well, don't say hola to me is basically along the lines of that where maybe you say, you know, I'm tired of this for English press one. Or I'm tired of the fact that the Democrat Party com- continually wants to welcome illegal aliens in and encourage them to come in and have a sanctuary state. So if you go to dipetro.com and then go in the shop, you'll see various merchandise, great gifts. We can deliver. <coughs> Spoke to the people at the factory. Jacqueline Claire was even on the phone to the factory. You know, and she raised her voice, which is very unusual for Jacqueline Claire. But we want to make sure that things are delivered uh, on time. And yes, the factory is here in the United States in America. So go to the website, dipetro.com. They're in the shop in great original merchandise. And, you know, as no coincidence, it also supports the show as well. So do that. Um, don't say hola to me, which is kind of like a running joke within the show. One after dark. Uh, everything that is right there. Folks, and the most important thing is it's original merchandise. Now. Uh, if you go to the website, tepedro.com, you'll see original stories, original video. Uh, it's a happening. And we have uh, my friend, uh, friend for life from Cranston, Vinny Paz, the champ, the fighter, has engaged. 
We're going to be doing a one after dark interview with him and the lucky uh, fiance, soon to be bride, Mrs. Paz. Uh, but you can read about that. He is engaged. Jesse is her name. Luckiest woman. She won the lottery. She will be the future Mrs. Vinnie Paz. And we're planning a very special one after dark. We're going to interview the two of them. You can also see we have the video up. Uh, last night I was in North Kingstown. That story just continues to be embarrassing. We also point out, by the way, <clears throat> that uh, Pork Boy, Fathead, Cumberland resident, as a matter of fact, Dan York, best friends with with Governor McGreen, he remains the only member, only person publicly, who is um, who is backing this coach in North Kingstown, trying to laugh it off that this guy, this North Kingstown coach, was doing naked fat tests. Uh, the meeting last night was pretty interesting. You can read about that. And also, I think, again, folks, you get stories that the rest of the media doesn't cover. You know, like this David Cicilline, that tweet that he put out is very... You know, that caught a lot of people. Not everyone writes about it. And I recognize there's certain people. For instance, you're not supposed to write about Fathead Pork Boy, um, who's the announcer at the Ryan Center for the basketball games. But, um, you know, but we'll mention him, right? I mean, it is something that the announcer, I've heard some URI grads reaching out to the school because they're upset about this. Someone who's the announcer at the URI basketball games at the Ryan Center is laughing and saying uh, if Coach Thomas had given him a naked fat test, he probably would have laughed about it. And what's the big deal? And he's into sports. And he's very comfortable being naked with other guys in a locker room. This isn't naked guys in a locker room. This isn't an athletic thing. Uh, the North Kingstown situation with that former coach. This was a situation that this was someone alone in a closet with young men. In their underwear, mind you. And then would say to them, are you shy or not shy? If you're not shy, let's let's get rid of the, un- lose the underwear. Now, what is most interesting about that, and this was discussed last night at that North Kingstown town council meeting. Town council meeting, not school committee. Town council. As one mother said who's a teacher, there, there's no nakedness at school. There, there's, there's nobody naked at school. If you were doing some kind of a coaching uh, workshop, how to be a better coach or a better teacher, if someone raised their hand and said, now, would it be okay if I was in a closet alone with a 14-year-old boy who was naked? I mean, that's what we're talking about. And, you know, Fathead, Pork Boy, remains the only person that laughs it off and is like, oh, that's just trying to, you know, that's like being a jock. There's nothing about being a jock. This is not towel snapping. This is, this is not um, inappropriate comments in the shower. This is a grown man alone in a closet with young boys and then them stripping down. And what is most damaging is the Boston Globe, to their credit, uh, interviewed an expert in Boston. Do you know that and York was trying to run cover for the guy. Do you know that when you're measuring body fat, you don't even deal with anything below the waist. He would say, I got to get in between your legs and measure your thighs. Apparently, that I, I'm unfamiliar with that test, but they do biceps. They do other things like that. So nothing that that guy said was making sense. Um, and I also want to call out, and last night, you know, again, if you want to look at the video of that, the uh, the Cicilline tweet, which is just uh, bizarre. 
and it is bizarre. And um, this this whole thing about the uh, shy not shy. I again, I um, the Boston Globe. I want to give credit to Amanda Milkovitz. She has really done a great job. But I want to go to her story that she said she talked to Dr. Christopher Dugan, uh, who's at Boston Children's Hospital. There's no reason for people to be unclosed during these types of tests. So this coach Thomas may have said, well, it, you know, it, it, it makes it it's easier and faster if they don't have underwear on. There's no. So he and York can laugh it off. And as I've said in the past, then York, uh, best friends with Governor McKee, Cumberland resident, uh, URI, Ryan Center announcer. Then, then why doesn't he uh, get naked alone in a closet with this coach Thomas and have him perform a fat test on it. With that, he may want to test his head. Um, <clears throat> as a matter of fact, the, this whole business of them, as as they said, that it's it's meant to be used. The skin fold calipers measures the biceps and triceps, and also the site above the hip bone. So none of that would require a young boy to be naked. And there's other ways to measure body fat: person's weight, height, uh, waist circumference. Would act would uh, more accurate than using that. So this business of, you know, do you need to take your clothes off? Do you know not one person has stepped forward, and nor has Dan York or Coach Thomas cited any evidence of why they were doing these naked fat tests. And when I say the two of them, from what we understand at this point, it was only the coach alone in the closet with the naked boys. Pork boy just he goes on. And kind of like laughs about it and what's the big deal and we're just a bunch of uh, jocks that are just, uh, you know, blah, blah, blah. So uh, one, how about one student told the Globe that Thomas used his bare hands to perform a hernia check? I mean, that just doesn't, you know, there's something odd about it. You know what else? And I want to just say that whether it is the lawyer for that coach or or York or the Ryan Center or no one. Uh, no one, in fact, has, in fact, um, no one has come forward and said this is the best way to do that test. Folks, this portion of the program, and again, all of this is on the website, depetro.com, which is brought to you by the Centerdale. Centerdale Revival, Comfort Food and Cocktails, winner of several Rhode Island monthly awards. Stop it and see Shane and Company, Centerdale Revival, 2025 Smith Street, North Providence. And uh, it's great food and great drinks. I want to get to um, folks before, you know, there's a big development. That nut, for those of you that follow when we go with our live stream, we were on Federal Hill. uh, What was that? Um, Veterans Day, right? Yeah, we were on Federal Hill on Veterans Day. And there was a nut that had a standoff with police uh, in the barbershop. They arrested him. It turns out that guy. Uh, was in fact is Timothy Disjardins. He was not only did they arrest him for, for doing that. I covered. I was on Federal Hill on Sunday night in October, and and he, and he he shot someone apparently in the head, and it it grazed them. It didn't kill them, but but he grazed them. And then right across from where this guy has a barbershop near the Walgreens. So then the, he saw the police and they saw he had a weapon on him. So we went inside the barbershop and they did the big standoff. Well, it turns out they ran him through the system and he was at the Capitol on January 6th. So it, it's a developing story, but it's all on the website, topetro.com. But I, I, I want to play um, because I, I just think this is one of those things. 
that um, this story is this. I don't want to say it's an only in Rhode Island thing, but this business, the bathrooms at TF Green. Do you know now if let's just say you said you're near the airport and you want to use the, the restroom. The fact of the matter is, unless you have an airline ticket, right, you, you can't use the restroom. That's for, and I, I'm not saying you would, but I'm just saying, so, but I want to play this. They spent $10 million, $10 million on the restrooms. First of all, they're saying the bathrooms. They, who even uses that term anymore? Bathrooms. It's, it's restrooms, right? I'm not even sure who did this story, but Brian Crandall. Toilet seats automatically dispense plastic covers. I mean, hey, listen, I, I'm not saying that you want it to look like, you know, you know, pulling the chain or going to an outhouse. But t- 10, like I had to read the story twice, $10 million. And they think this is going to boost tourism, by the way. I want to play this story. And again, it's just, it's so comical where they're saying, you know, we're really proud of our restrooms. Well, they, I think they actually even say bathrooms. But I, I again, I I get that you want when somebody gets off a plane, but ten million <laughs> on restrooms. I just want to hear this story in NBC Ten. Island's largest airport go. over the holiday. You may have noticed something new: the bathrooms. They're catching the attention of travelers. About ten million dollars. That's what we paid to renovate them. Cut flowers, marble. It's really something. We sent NBC Ten's Brian Crandall to get a fresh look and see if taxpayers are getting their money's worth. Brian, somebody's got to do the story. Yeah, Gina and Patrice, more sinks and toilets, more modern amenities, and that new look paid for with federal taxpayer dollars. The airport is defending its spending on overhauling the bathrooms. Sinks with hand dryers built in, all motion activated. Toilet seats that automatically dispense a fresh plastic cover. Longer stall doors, fresh flowers. So we're actually very proud of the restrooms. And travelers at Rhode Island TF Green <laughs> International Airport are noticing. That was probably the nicest bathroom I've seen in a while at airports because they're usually so old and dated. It's nice in hotel bathrooms. So I was just really shocked when I walked in. So you noticed it? Yeah, yeah for sure. Right away, I noticed yeah. all the things. I actually took a picture of it too when I, when I walked in. The bathroom renovation project also added 40 toilets and nearly 40 sinks. Two new family restrooms and five lactation rooms. The overall cost, $10 million, or about $830 million. per square foot. Some people may hear that and think that's a lot of money. Sure, we understand. Uh, it is a lot of money, as a matter of fact. No, it is a lot of money. Hold on. I apologize, folks. That is my fault. I just can't get over this. And the thing about it, and again, this is nothing against Brian Crandall. They're just doing the reporting on it. But how many times, you know, think of the, the number one reason why. People these days are choosing where they're going to fly is they have found that that people just want its price, its price, convenience. You know, we want you want a direct flight. Uh, That's why, you know, things like Frontier, JetBlue, a lot of people have said they, they, you know, they don't need a meal. They don't they people are crammed in on an airline and it's just get me as cheap as possible from here to there. And I want a direct flight. I haven't heard many people say, you know. I think we're going to fly out of Providence instead of Boston because I like the bathrooms. But I mean, again, I, I don't want to go in an outhouse either. But many times I try to avoid the restroom if you can. Let me just hear this one more time. It's defending its spending on overhauling the bathrooms. 
sinks with motion. hand dryers built in, all motion activated. Toilet seats that automatically dispense a fresh plastic cover. Longer stall doors, fresh flowers. So we're actually flowers. proud of the restrooms. And fresh travelers at of Green International Airport are noticing. That was probably the nicest bathroom I've seen in a while at airports because they're usually so old and dated. But it's nice in a hotel bathroom, so I was just really shocked when I walked Flowers. So you noticed it? Yeah, it yeah, for sure, right away. I noticed yeah. all the things. Actually, I took a picture of it, too, when I walked <laughs> in. The bathroom renovation project also added 40 toilets and nearly 46. Two new family restrooms and five lactation. Oh, that's okay. The overall cost, $10 million, $10 or about $130 per square foot. Whew. Some people may hear that and think that's a lot of money. Sure, we understand. Nope, it does cut off there. All right, I thought I had done something. Apparently not. All right, I thought I had done something. But I did not. I thought for some reason I had hit something and it came out that way. Folks, uh, right now at 1226, now I want to point out, um, let's see, uh, who is telling me? That uh, Lorraine Martell, Mrs. Martell, um, Hendrickson's doing a big fundraiser. What is uh, on this? I had her as a French teacher. I was not particularly fond of her teaching method. She is someone that if you uh, talked, she would then, um, for instance, say like, oh, wow. In 1968, she began a 22-year career teaching at Bishop Hendrickson. She passed. She left a lasting impact. She left the school that would be valued at $150,000. That is very nice of our former French teacher. Is there a, uh, oh, okay. I thought there was some kind of a recording. But she would say, um, uh, Mr. Cook, two times tonight. And she would uh, like click. You could do your homework two times. Like that was her way of discipline. Uh, Mr. Petro, I think you could do your homework two times tonight. Um, but she used to just pause in that way. I didn't find her to be a very effective French teacher. That's just me. So, all right. I want to stay on schedule because there is a lot of news. But the bathroom thing. Now, Governor McKee is back. Right now, folks, good afternoon at 1227. It's John DiPietro on AM 1380 and 99.9 FM. I realize, actually, my Miss Martell impression is more of a visual because the way she would then slowly hold up the two fingers and then have her tongue in her cheek. Uh, it, right now it's 12, excuse me, 1228. It's Tuesday. You're listening to the John Petro show on AM 1380, 99.9 FM. You can always listen online at the website to Petro.com. And don't forget to Petro.com. Folks, it's brought to you by Tavolo, T-A-V-O-L-O, Wine Bar Tuscan Grill, authentic, innovative Italian cuisine, big city food ambiance without the big city price tag. Providence location, Federal Hill, Smithfield location near Bryan, and then Warwick on Post Road. Stop off and see them. Leonard, and uh, they do such a great job at Tavolo. But Governor McKee is back uh, from his vacation. He's doing his first real public event tonight. He's yet to touch on the fact that he wants to give uh, union workers, state workers who are members of the union, Basically, a $3,000 bribe if they get the vaccine. $3,000 bribe for getting the vaccine. And I want to right now commend, so far, the Rhode Island Republican Party. Now, I respect uh, Mike Chippendale and um, Brian Newberry and, you know, Blake Filippi and and some of the others that it's not easy. And uh, Jessica... uh, uh, the senator, uh, D. 
de la Hayes, is it? Uh, but anyhow, um, but they need to put pressure on, on Governor McKee because Charlene Lieber, who's the deputy House Speaker, Democrat, by the way, finally is speaking out and criticizing this. Now, what I think is interesting, Channel 12 has a story. I'm not sure if they have, they do have sound on it. Oh, good. I'm going to play it because I'll tell you what, uh, why this is significant on uh, Charlene Lima. And I'm really glad. Uh, yeah, 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 no shit. Oh, excuse me, folks. Uh, no, no kidding. It is uh, in the, yes, that is exactly right. Um, people annoy me with uh, the obvious type of thing. So um, <clears throat> uh, that is, ex- well, he is having a fit. That's exactly right. No need for a fit. No need for a fit. Uh, but Channel 10 broke the story about the guy in the uh, January 6th. But I want to play the Charlene Lima. Um, and good for her for finally um, speaking up. So, and what this tells me, by the way, and I want to hear what she says. Here's the thing. <clears throat> would the Rhode Island Deputy House Speaker Charlene Lima of Cranston, would she speak up if she didn't have a green light from Speaker Sakachi to speak up? So let me just play. This is the Channel 12 story. News now on WPRI.com. I'm Ted Nisi. Well, fallout continues from our Target 12 report earlier this month revealing that a proposed union contract between the McKee administration and Council 94, the largest state workers union, would include up to $3,000 in bonuses for every state employee in the union who gets vaccinated. We've seen a lot of pushback on social media from average Islanders who respond to our report. Now we're hearing it from the legislature, too. Deputy House Speaker Charlene Lima, a veteran Cranston Democrat, saying today, she will pre-file legislation that bars the state or municipalities from negotiating contracts that give bonuses for getting the COVID vaccine. Lima says while she supports state and municipal workers who made sacrifices during the pandemic, she believes any type of bonus structure related to the pandemic should be related to the work they did and the sacrifices they made and should not be specific to getting to the vaccine. She says when so many others, including average taxpayers who aren't state workers, got the vaccine with no inducement, she also says she worries about there being some sort of precedent set for other contract talks uh, that relate to this. So this is a story we're continuing to track. So far, there's been no word on any pullback on these $3,000 bonuses. That union election is expected uh, coming up in December. For right now, for Target 12, I'm Ted Nisi for WPRI.com. That is exactly right. Now, but here's what I want to tell you about that, is the fact that there's no way, I don't believe, um, I don't think that Charlene Lima is criticizing McKee if she doesn't have the green light from Speaker Sakachi. As a matter of fact, I, I don't, she would not be. So what does that tell you right now at 1232? I'm going to tell you why that's significant. Because that is the speaker signaling to Governor McKee. He's not on board with these $3,000 bribes. And I want to be very clear about something right now at 1233. Folks, good afternoon. You're listening to the John DePietro Show. Now Channel 12 has it. I want to give credit. Channel 12 broke the story, though. Providence being charged. So he was involved. They have the video of him. January 6th, Timothy Disjardins, 35 years old. Now, again, he was the one arrested with the standoff 
He has a barbershop on Federal Hill, January 6th. I have the video of that on the website, depetro.com. So we have the live feed that we did. That was on Veterans Day. So, but this guy, the, the, I mean, talk about a short fuse. He, um, he, he got into a, an altercation with someone across the street. So he's on the hill, the corner of that barbershop, and then across the hill, like going towards the city across the street is the Walgreens. He shot somebody in the head in the Walgreens on that Sunday night. Then some police are going on Federal Hill and they see him. He's got a gun out. So they pull over and he's trying to decide, should he shoot at the Providence police? Or instead he goes and barricades himself into the barbershop and then surrenders later. But by doing that, now they arrest and find out that he was in uh, the Capitol. They've been looking for him. And there's some pretty clear video. And I mean, he was right up there. He wasn't in the background. I'm going to play you the sound in in just a moment. But this is, oh, wow. And the feds are really dropping the hammer on him. Holy cow. Whew. Look at the charges. Good God. Timothy's Disjardins, 35 of Providence, charged by the FBI. First individual, only one state of Rhode Island. Now, they're going to try to find out who was he with. Uh, assaulting, resisting, impeding, certain officers, dangerous weapon, body harm, civil disorder, entering, remaining restricted building. And he had uh, physical violence. He was beating them with um he was beating them like with some clubs. You know, I had heard this guy was like a nut, and he is a nut. So, boy, they have him nailed dead to rights. In one photo, they have him. He's got a full, he's got a, a, a cap on, and he's got a full blue scarf covering his face. And then he even had a mask on, but then he lowered the mask. So, um, he told police he he told police he shouldn't have given himself up. I should have. He initially, when they arrested him after the standoff at the barbershop, he told police like I. He has a lengthy criminal history. I should have like, I and he initially said this is an I'm not going quietly on this. So he assaulted officers at the U.S. Capitol using a broken table leg, and was allegedly carrying three axes in his backpack. Whew! What a nutcase. So he was ACI booking photo, October 2021, and then um, they got him then. Let me just see. Again, I want to give credit. Channel 10 and 12, but 10 at a first. Wow. Held on high bail. Well, now he's like really in trouble <clears throat> with the feds going after him on this. Yeah, there he was. Uh, seven cases in Rhode Island and ties to others in Maine, such as one robbery. He posted bail at his last arraignment. He was involved in a Walgreens parking lot shooting down the street from the barbershop. Was that really in September? I thought it was in October. All right, it was in September on a Sunday night. I know I was out there. Uh, Due to the violation, the judge ordered him held without bail. He's due back November 19th. I don't think he's going to make that. Um, Boom, boom, boom. He pulled out a gun, pointed at two officers as they started to approach him. He ran into the We the People barbershop. That's it. Barricaded himself inside. He's the resident agent for the business. It was closed. Um, prosecutors be- said before Destroyer surrendered, he said, he shouldn't have gi- I shouldn't have given myself up. I should have gone out like in a blaze of glory. Holy cow. Like, what a nutcase. He really is. 
Now, I, he does not look familiar to me. So this is going to disappoint. I don't think he was at any of the Trump rallies. What was this guy who has a We the People barbershop? What was he doing at the Capitol? I don't know. Timothy Disjardins. Well, he's in trouble now, big time. Um, I know I'm jumping around a little bit. Folks, it's 1238. (laughs) I just can't get over the president. Biden puts his mask on, then takes it off to talk. Like, he, he doesn't know what he's supposed to do with the mask anymore. He took it off. He put it on and then started talking. Um, Wow. All right. Well, they finally got someone. So, you know, I know they they were looking to get someone. And it looks like they finally got someone. Now, hopefully, this will end. Um, Because I've I've had people, some of them, there were some progressive reps and BLM and members of Antifa Telling law enforcement that um, that I was was at the Capitol on January sixth. Now, those of you that saw the broadcast, you know that day, know that I, I wasn't in Washington on January sixth. So, um, and 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 I know they were saying, well, someone from Rhode Island was, and I kept saying, well, it wasn't me, right? You you can even you you can check. The, the, I, I was doing Facebook Live from Rhode Island on January 6th. I was going to go, and I'm not going to go through the whole thing. And then I, I, I didn't go. And, you know, there were some, there was one uh, dirtbag elected official, one or two that I'd learned. But there were, there were some of the, the BLM slash Antifa activists that kept telling people in police that, that I was uh, in Washington at, at the Capitol on, on January 6th. And I did get a call from one member of the media that, that initially, t- and I said, I, I, I wasn't, I was not there. Now, it is true. I was on the media list for the Trump speech at the eclipse that morning. But if anyone took the time, whenever you're on it's called a media credential and I don't want to get too off track here but at 1240 folks and again you listen to the John DePetro show but not to get too in the weeds when it's a media credential but but people would see I never picked up the media credential because I wasn't in Washington on January 6th this this nut was discharged so so I don't know how someone that has a barbershop on Federal Hill we the people I don't know how I don't even know what that means um you know, I never thought of it as I thought he was like, you know, now, actually, when I, when I hear of the we the people, um, that's that's, uh, you know, that's a QAnon thing. I didn't I didn't even think of that. We the the people um, barbershop is right on. Yeah. Atwell's Avenue. And I didn't I didn't think of it like that. I um let me just check out the, yeah, We the People Barbershop. And and he does have, you know, something like a lot of the QAnon people or like real Constitution people post that. Um, open late Friday and Saturday. <clears throat> well, he's not open right now. Federal Hill, We the People. For some reason, I thought he was more of a, 
Um, I thought he was more of a. I, I thought he was more of like a, a BLM type supporter. Apparently not. So I, I don't know. I don't think he's open unless he's got someone else running the shop for him. But that is uh, significant that they, they got that guy. You know, that is, let's just say, so that he was in Washington. He must have thought, what, no one was going to, no one was going to figure out that it was him? That is very, very significant. All right. I want to get back on track, folks. I apologize. But when the news comes in, Juan just starts to uh, meander a little bit. Uh, I do want to touch on the Governor McKee situation in, in just a moment. This portion of the John DePedro show is brought to you by if you need a realtor, I want to recommend to you Pat Elston, Caldwell Banker Realty, based in Cumberland, 20 years experience, licensed Rhode Island and Massachusetts. Call Pat today. There's a link to her at the website, depetro.com, 401-474-5253, 401-474-5253. Pat Elston, she services all of Rhode Island and Massachusetts. You know, it is true, it's a healthy real estate market, but you need to make sure you're dealing with the right person. And Pat Elson is that person. You get, get the information, uh, and there's a link to Pat on the website, depetro.com. So I want to just once again, uh, Governor McKee has not spoken out on this as of yet. And I'm glad that Channel 12 is going with this story. I'm glad that uh, Charlene Lima is speaking out on this story. She put out a statement on it. Um, I'm going to, my read on that is if Charlene Lima is criticizing this, Jessica De La Cruz, that's the state senator. All of those Republicans need to speak out. The Republican Party put out one press release. Oh, he's shopping for votes. Listen, it's a bribe. It's a, it's a bribe. But Lima doing that tells me that that is the way, the way I read that, that is a way for Governor McKee to signal, to that is a way for Joe Sicacci, the speaker, to signal to Governor McKee, he's not on board with these bribes. He's not on board with these bribes. And let me be very clear about this at 1243 on this Tuesday. Listen, we, we live... In Rhode Island, Rhode Island and Massachusetts, the Northeast. Listen, we know what a bribe looks like, right? Especially covering politics in Rhode Island. We know what a bribe looks like. This is a bribe. This isn't an incentive. Governor McKee is trying to use COVID money to bribe union people to vote for him in the Democrat primary, period. End of story. There's, there's no legitimate reason that Governor McKee can come up with that he should be giving these union state workers $3,000 for their vaccination. Zero. It's, he's, not, he's not duplicating something being done in different states. Quite the opposite. Massachusetts. And good afternoon to everyone in Bellingham and Franklin and Attleboro and Rentham. And Douglas and Worcester, but um, and Uxbridge. Listen, Governor Baker, he said, listen, here are your options. And there's over 40,000 state workers in mass. You either you, you may not like it, but across the board, you either get the vaccine or you're out or you're you're, you're not going to be a state worker anymore. I believe that's the mandate put down. So there's no Governor McKee. This is this is a bribe. Now, I recognize someone said to me, do you realize you're the only member of the media using that word? Well aware. 
very comfortable with it. I don't throw it out that often. There's no other expl- there's no reasonable explanation why you have state workers, union members that last February, March. As a matter of fact, a lot of them cut the line, surprise, surprise, and they got the vaccine December and January before a lot of people did. So you have you have state workers, union members who back in the wintertime, even they went and got the vaccine, whatever. Right. They got the Moderna or the Pfizer or the J&J all in one at a CVS or a Walgreens or wherever. Some of the places they were giving them out. And now McKee is saying, you know, that was fabulous that you got that. Really? I, it wasn't a big deal. No, no problem. I got it with my flu. No, it was so great. I'm going to give you $1,500 for December for Christmas money. And to show you how much I appreciate it, I'm going to give you another 1500 in July as early voting starts the Democrat primary for governor. It's a bribe. There's no other word for it. Ludicrous. Folks, think of the scene, the Wolf of Wall Street, right? They're on the boat, and it's Leonardo DiCaprio, and it's... um. The character of Wolf of Wall Street. And he's there with the FBI agent and says, you know, there's certain situations, Jordan Belfer. And, you know, if we had an intern and the mother had cancer and that particular trade, uh, you know, basically half a million dollars. We did that to help out. Unfortunately, she passed away, but... We did that to help with expenses and so forth. And what does the FBI agent say on the scene on the boat on the Wolf of Wall Street? He calls over the other agent and says, Jordan, say that again. Just like that. And then what does the character played by Leonardo DiCaprio, Jordan Belfort, what does he say? No, 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 no. Because technically, technically, there has to be a certain amount rendered for services you don't have that blah 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 so but the point is the fbi agent knows because he says i i think you are you trying to bribe a federal officer right they're on the boat whatever you guys need how much you earn in a job like that and then the fbi guy says well you get a free handgun with the bureau and then goes on to say you know i the hero i'm gonna be when we seize this boat you know, this is this is the nicest boat I've ever been on. But anyhow, folks, here's my point. They know, he knew that the Wolf of Wall Street, Jordan Belfort, was was trying to bribe him, right? Tell you what, we could set up where we're gonna do a stock trade for you, and we could net you five hundred thousand dollars. That's what was going on, and they knew it. Now come back to the McKee situation while he was on his 12-day vacation. The lieutenant governor, Channel 10, asked her, and she said, the governor, uh, well, better than a carrot than a stick or whatever the hell. And then she gave up and said, oh, I can't speak for him. You know why? You know why? Because she didn't have, there is no reasonable explanation why you would give someone $3,000 for something they already did. Can you imagine whatever your job is? What what would be your first reaction if... um, If the boss called you into the office and said, you know, Harry, I just want to tell you the fact that the other day you arrived at eight and you left at five 
that was really amazing. We're going to give you $5,000. You'd say, but whoa, whoa, what? For that? For what? What are you talking about? It wasn't if you do this because 95% of the state is vaccinated. What Governor McKee is doing is it's, it's, it's going to remind them. Now, someone could say, well, it's not like he's, it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter the amount. It's the principle. It started with the, the teachers in Providence. They set the precedent, precedent excuse me, of $3,000. So is it enough to buy a new car? Not, not really. Is it enough to retire? I'm not saying that. That's not the point. But I'll say this. You know, if you're looking at the field, right? And let's face it. Most people, are they ever, how many people are really vested in who they're going to vote for? Especially in a primary. Some people could say, you know, I don't know. Maybe I'd vote for Nellie Gorbia. Maybe I'll vote for McKee. I don't know. Maybe I'll vote for Seth Magaziner. You have someone, McKee, waving 3,000 around. And saying, what is he saying? There's plenty more where this came from. Hey, that guy gave me three grand. What are you giving me? Right? What have you done for me lately? It is enough incentive. It is. Someone could say, no one can buy my vote. That's not how a lot of people look at it. It's not. Um, And if you want to be realistic, it's not the amount. It's the precedent. And come on, 3000 That's Who wouldn't want three grand in their pocket for nothing? What did you have to do for that? Nothing. Especially he's going he's gonna to try to give that COVID money to people who already got the shot. I mean, it's, it's not as if, uh, you know, it's, it's not like it's retroactive. I know they're trying to say, well, it's, it's COVID money. It's not state money. It doesn't matter. The tax, what were the, the regular taxpayers given? They were offered a $1 scratch ticket to get the vaccination. As if that would push somebody over, right? Who right now at 1251 on this Tuesday couldn't go out to that car and find a dollar in basically in change probably just sitting in your car? So, all right. So they did the scratch ticket. That's one thing. And some people actually went and got it for whatever reason. But- but now we're talking $3,000. Uh, Charlene Lima is exactly right. It's not fair to the taxpayers. And every rep and senator should be speaking out. So my read on this is Lima's not doing that if Speaker Sakachi didn't give her the green light. As a matter of fact, he may have instructed her to speak up. And she is exactly right. You know why she's saying it's not fair to the taxpayers? Because it's not fair to the taxpayers. Folks, this portion of the John DePietro Show is brought to you by R.E. Coogan and Heating. It's Kooks. Call them today. 401-732-6562. I received an email over the weekend. Dear Juan, the heat in my uh, his mother's home is not working. Who's that company you recommend? I said, call Coogie. 401-732-6562. 401-732-6562. R.E. Coogan and Heating, 24 emergency service, gas boiler, oil burner, hot water heater. As I found out, they're also on Facebook. Plumbing, heating, cooling, helpful, trustworthy, reliable. R.E. Coogan and Heating. Call them today. 401-732-6562. Folks, visit the website petro.com and don't forget petro.com which is brought to you by brood awakenings the johnson location is opening open 
So both of them discovered the brew difference. And the one I liked about the Brood Awakenings that they have reopened now is they serve booze. Uh, cozy environment, uh, fresh ingredients, full service bar, Brood Awakenings. Two locations in Johnston. Location in Cranston, Pontiac Avenue. New, brand new one, 100 Westminster, which is fantastic. And they're also the one, Bald Hill Road in Warwick. Stop it and see them. There's a link at the website, at depetro.com. I agree with Charlene Lima. I'm going to uh, play this piece about the this Timothy Disjardins. Boy, he is, you know, I just didn't put it together. It's so odd in Providence to see someone using that phrase, we the people, which is the big, you know, that's the Mike Flynn QAnon whole thing. So, and a lot of people, whenever I see people that have that, that's like, I know some people may say, what do you I mean, that's the Constitution. I'm just saying there's certain people that that kind of, um, you know, promote that more than others. That was just, that was. It was a big Q thing. It was a big QAnon thing. But Charlene Lima criticized the McKee administration plan, $3,000 bonuses. She was pre-filing legislation next session that would prohibit state and government from negotiating contracts awarding uh, vaccine bonuses to public employees. She called the practice unfair to others who've already received the vaccine without any financial incentive. It's unfair to the taxpayers. Made a decision, get the vaccine. They felt it was the right thing to do. Uh, And the McKee administration has reached this agreement where they're going to give two bonuses, 1,500 December, 1,500 in July. They're bribes. The state Republican Party, uh, by the way, the state Republican Party math was way off because if one union's getting it, they're all getting it. The math done on the John DePietro show showed that if all state workers got the bonus, it would be $45 million. Folks, isn't it nice to know that in the state they can do spend $10 million on bathrooms at the airport? And then, um, <laughs> and then they're giving out $45 million in COVID bonuses. Once we allow bonuses for getting vaccines today, this is Lima. When there are no federal monies available, set a precedent, future contracts. Rhode Islanders will have to foot the bill. Countless other areas using that be just filed with the public. The tentative union agreement caught legislative leaders off guard. Joe Sicacci and Dominic Ruggiero, they were unaware of it. Yeah, because Governor McGreed was trying to sneak it through. Governor McKee was out of state on vacation when the news broke. He's yet to comment on it publicly. Lieutenant Governor Sabina Matos said incentives are more effective than mandates as the state has battled in recent months unvaccinated state workers. McKee's office will not respond to a request for comment. Administration spokesperson declined comment on the bonuses, citing the contract is still tentative. That is such BS in plain English. Do these people think everyone is stupid? Let me just explain something. Just because they're stupid doesn't mean I'm stupid or you're stupid. Well, we can't talk about it because we can't discuss what's in the contract and it's still tentative. Folks, as I said to you, who would buy a house if you can't find out how much the house bought, what costs until after you bought it? Nobody. Who would buy a car? So would Governor McKee, he goes to the dealership. I'd like to get that car. Okay, right over here. What's it worth? Well, you'll find out once we, you sign off on it, we process everything. Like they, They're just such idiots about it. What do you mean? Well, we can't discuss it because the contract's still pending. You're paying for the contract through public money. We have a right to know about it. Ask where the lawmakers have been given information on the funding. Spokesperson for Sakachi Ruggiero said the General Assembly has no details, any element, 
of the negotiations with the unions. Lima said she's generally supportive of employee union receiving bonuses, uh, but is adamant vaccinated should not be tied to any bonuses. How did that end up getting negotiated in the union contracts? I'll tell you what it is. It's because the stupid, it's because they put that in the teachers' contracts. Oh, good. A second lawmaker, I didn't know this, State Representative Sherry Roberts, West Greenwich, I didn't get the email, weighed in against the bonuses. She said she's opposed to it because the policy would penalize state workers who have declined to receive the vaccine. Well, that, that's not even the right argument. I'm not anti-vaccine. I believe individuals should be able to make, but, yeah, but that's not it. Uh, what else are we got? Are we going to incentivize diabetics not to eat sweets or smokers? Quit smoking. Quit smoking. We'll give you three grand. How about this? Lose weight. We'll give you three grand. Like, what is this? Of course it. You know why Governor McGreed did not discuss this with anyone? Because they were trying to slip it through. And there's no money. This is because next hour I will play the piece on the uh, the guy that from Federal Hill standoff. I didn't know that we the people. Wow. So maybe he's I don't remember seeing him at any of the Trump stuff. I I don't know. I just don't remember that. It's possible. But for the record, I don't know. I don't know who he is Um, for whatever reason. I don't know who he is, Uh, but I will play that. But the reason why and this is wildly important is I'm now curious to see someone from the Senate criticize this. Because I believe Lima is speaking for Sakachi, and now someone will speak with on behalf of uh, Dominic Ruggiero. That's what I believe. Folks, this portion of the John DePietro Show is brought to you by the CBD store. Stop it and see them. 1845 Post Road in Warwick. Listen, you get 25% off if you mention the show. You can find them on Facebook. The CBD store. They have something all natural. Fighting stress, anxiety, sleep, pain, seizure, even things for your dogs. Stop in and see Michael at the CBD store. Here's what we're going to do. We're going to break for the 1 o'clock news. I will be doing one after dark later. Next hour, radio only. You can listen at the website, depetro.com. Let's get a news update. The Power Hour is next, right here on the John DePetro Show. W-N-R-I.